to Trot's Life, Andrew Spagnolo, and I really hope I'm not murdering that name, Andrew, joins us. How are you, Andrew? And have we got it right? Uh, close enough. Um, good morning, listeners, and thanks for having me. Now, uh, Tim and Brodty are with us as well, mate. Uh, you've got a Ballarat Cup market ready to go. I've had a little crack off very short notice at trying to build a market. And, of course, I didn't have time to put it in to percentage terms or anything like that. So I'll be interested to, to tackle your market with what our initial thoughts are as well. Yeah, sounds good. Some chance we should be going with yours, not mine, because it is a tricky one to break. <laughs> oh, it is, yeah. Fire away, off the top. All right, so number one, Beyond Delight, $7. Pete said so, 21 Ultimate Vinny, 41 Serge Blanco, 550 Canina Provlima, 21 Catch a Wave, $1.80. Kendi's Butterfly, 251 Sea Art, $7. Platinum Stride, 101 Cosmo, 101 Hurricane Harley, 14 MacDan, 11 Bulletproof Boy, 31 and if you allow about 20 to 30 seconds that market will be open at tab.com.au so you are literally hitting the button as we speak i'll do our best for the listeners and a little <laughs> bit of an, of an exclusive hopefully not too many spoils uh yeah it is <laughs> it is loaded up on my screen that uh it's up it must be race eight and there it is it is on the tab site so go on and have a look and I think my eyes are initially probably drawn to catch a wave, a dollar eighty. Uh, Tim, that looks pretty short from gate six first up in a Ballarat Cup. Um, yeah, the only uh, discussion I had around a market this morning uh, with was with Paul Oxenford, who sent the fields through and sent them to Andrew uh, as well, so he could price them. And Ox said to me, uh, "What price catch a wave?" And I said, "Gut feel around the dollar seventy range." So maybe that's value, really? Andrew. Yes, it's really tricky to price. Initially, I actually did have him a little bit longer. And then when I went through the rest of them, perhaps they have a few convictions or um, perhaps mm. haven't stood up. So Beyond Delight's one that could easily come out and win the race. Um, Serge Blanco's done, had, had an amazing prep. And then you've got a few, little bit of unknown with C-Art and perhaps Hurricane Harley and MacDen. Um, they, they do, those last two four mentioned, perhaps are overs on their ability. Um, the draw perhaps makes it harder. The trickiest part for catch a wave is not just being first up. Um, however, the distance for me was, was a question mark. Perhaps he won't be tested uh, fully at the distance, hence why I went up so short. Bron Bronte, uh, mm. you were about to comment, I think, on that. But Pete said so, Canina Provlima are stable mates both inside catch a wave. That's intriguing. Yeah. Yes, but the one that caught my eye is Serge Blanco. It's quite short. Is that under the assumption it's going to lead? initially yeah good question Bronte spot on it, it seems to be um, one of those horses that especially over a distance appears somewhat happy to hand up and I guess that's the assumption or the the line I took on the pricing of the race that Serge would get over to the fence first and then potentially release catch a wave um, almost immediately uh, should it go forward if I get that wrong then there's plenty of value on the table for customers yeah, geez, yeah. You, yeah that gate that gate speed market which We'll spend five days uh, tossing and turning over this, Tim, and Andrew's had about an hour to work it out. Yeah, it's, it's actually quite... Um, uh, what, uh, what question not really to do with this race, Andrew, but do you, what's it like when you, um, you have to price these big rates? Do you get quite nervous when you press go on these markets and just hope nothing blows up, or 
what's your sort of emotions as you're putting these markers together? Because, look, we've all done, you know, in our head and stuff, and, and we've all seen horses and go, hang on a minute, why is that that? Because hmm. uh, everyone's got an opinion. Yeah, spot on. Uh, it's sort of hope and pray, to be honest. Uh, the, the, a lot of the times, you, particularly uh, if it's a map-dependent um, betting market, if you get it wrong, you, you'll find out generally within seconds. On this particular occasion, we haven't had too many um, bets come through. The only one of note, if, if it's worth um, noting for listeners, is Mac Dan's been the only one that's been a nibble for particularly more place than win on that particular one. But uh, Tim, to answer your question, a lot of it is, uh, my opinion, clearly versus the rest of the markets, and which in a way makes a game great. At the same time, it's not a great feeling when they're loading into one that you got wrong. So, so yeah. So Tim, MacDan's come in to $9 and $2.45 already. Is that off the back of that nibble, Andrew? Correct. Yeah, we, we, we do. We are very responsive to the professional punters that bet early or, or any money that comes early and Clearly, someone thinks it's it's definitely a winning, or in this case, um, a chance of running a good race in the Ballarat Cup. Bronte, you're pointing at your yeah. phone. Yeah, <laughs> I was pointing at my. I texted you, Toby. Oh. Um, <laughs> the sulky up gate speed ratings are out. If we want to know the exact gate speed ratings for the horses, um, there is less than. Oh wow! There is, I would say, point five. Point four of a length difference separating the whole front line and Toby follows sulky up ratings and he would be able to agree that this is the most even gate speed line I think I've had all year and to put it into perspective catch a wave actually has the slowest gate speed by point 0.1 of a length on that front line but it has the most persistent gate speed meaning he'll go forward for the longest amount of time before he gives up so uh, looking at that directly, Beyond a Light should have enough gate speed to hold the front until Catch a Wave comes around. Yeah, so Very I can interesting. Yeah, I can elaborate on this because I feel like I'm wedded to the Sulky app gate speed, but not just the seven PL, which is how many lengths they run in the first seven seconds of the race, but the gate speed persistency is extremely important. You have to couple those together. That's how I use it, and uh, they're all within uh, a length of each other. But their gate speed persistency is basically all at threes, fours, or catch a wave is at a five. So that says that it really now comes down to the tactics of the drivers. And uh, Andrew, we we are lucky as punters and tipsters that we can pick the eyes out of this. But you're wedded to predicting. Basically, you got to predict the tactics of the drivers from four days out. Yeah, it can get even trickier when there's the same driver on three different horses that are all going to be in the market. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on this occasion, they, they did make it a little bit simpler for us. But the puzzle, uh, I don't think anyone will know until the green light goes. And, and the first question is what catch wave does early. And I guess the second question is if he does go forward, does he even get the top? And as Bronte alluded to, sounds like if, if a few of them put their hand up out of the gate, there's going to be a lot of speed on and Andy's a pretty clever man. If, if he thinks that, he may just go straight back at the start. And he proved in the Victoria Cup that he can follow speed and, and still nearly get home over the top. Yeah, well, he went forward at the start of that Vic Cup, didn't he, Tim? He and then, did too, yeah. Yeah, and then, and then went all the way back and then charged home at the end. And oh, this the level of this field's not quite what that Victoria Cup was. So if you replicated the Victoria Cup race, he would probably still win this doing that. If Does that make sense, Tim? It does. Um yeah, I've, I've spoken to him. We'll, we'll get Andy on the line uh, hopefully after 12 o'clock to have a bit of a chat. But um, 
we've spoken many times. The, the evenness, I know Catch a Wave is a star, and look, most would say he's probably the best horse in this field, but there's not many horses in these ranks, Toby, that can actually sit outside, you know, horses mm. of very similar ability and beat them. So I'm always, I always subscribe to, you know, why give, um, you know, the, the market favourite an advantage if you don't have to? I mean, he's not going to clear and going off what Bronte said, he's not just going to run to the top uh, off his own accord no. because he's too fast. So it's going to come down to someone allowing him to do that. Uh, if I was driving um, horses in the market like Beyond Delight, um, Serge Blanco, if he got across, um, I wouldn't be handing up. No way in the world. So, uh, you know, it's going to be really interesting. I, I think Andy would be a little bit worried about putting all these eggs in one basket there as well at the start. Yeah, he would be, and he's first up too, Tim, and he's got yep. much bigger fish to fry. I know it's a Ballarat Cup worth $100,000, but there's a Hunter Cup in a race called the Miracle Mile as well. So do you give him what in the old terms we used to call a gut buster first up and charge to the char- you know run real hard for the first 1,000 metres? And I suppose there is a theory around with some people, he's not the strongest horse either, uh, catch a wave. It's going to be a wonderful Ballarat Cup. I see more movement in the market. I just saw the screen update and a couple change, Andrew. So has it been, before we let you go, has there been a couple more little nibbles or is that are you just adjusting it as you go? Just flicking a few out slowly. So I guess um, give the punters every chance. We're trying to get the percentages down um, as soon as possible. So at this stage in time, whatever we, we, we don't lay early, we're happy to, certain runners anyway, just happy to push out slightly and um, hopefully attract some, some interest in, on some level and see what happens. Uh, not many times as the boss man said, you finally got one right for the calm. The, this might be the calm before the storm, but if not, we'll um, gradually get the runners out and hopefully uh, have a good betting race come jump time. Andrew, price assessors and weather predictors are generally the ones that uh, everyone says never get it right. Tim? <laughs> Just one quick one before you go, Andrew. The night pistol, any movement there? Because that is an absolute oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, a major highlight on the night. Probably probably the highlight to my eye. Yeah, just believe he's been absolutely brilliant for attracting people to the, to the sport, but particularly the, the square gating side of it. Unfortunately, um, this occasion he, he hasn't attracted betting. It's, it's been very quiet. Perhaps his opening price of dollar fifty is somewhere near what he'll start. Um, he's the only runner we've laid. We haven't uh, made a price turn, but he, um, he put in perspective. We haven't had much interest on any other runner as as of yet. But like I said about the other market, we'll start pushing a few out. Um, be interesting to see if the money does come for Call Me the Breeze. Pretty exciting um, situation with mm. the international visitor. Well, I guess he's here to stay now. And will the money come for him or does he need to run first up? I guess we'll find out um, in regards to the betting situation in the next few days. And then come jump time, hopefully he can match it with the new superstar on the block. Very good, Andrew. Thank you very much for joining us, mate, and uh, making those prices available on Trots Life. Thanks for having me, guys. All the best.